Hello and welcome back to the Cannon Factory, an elegant podcast for a more civilized age. And this week in episode four, uh, we're going to talk about a question that our good friend Matt has about the direction of Star Wars uh, and uh, maybe a couple of things that have happened to some certain characters that he feels aren't necessarily character-driven, uh, but because uh, the franchise needs uh, somebody to be in a certain place. As always, I'm your host, Sean, and I'm joined by... Ike. Brennan. This is Richie. And this is Matt, and let me just go ahead and get right started with uh, my question. So, as we talk about the new movies in this new trilogy that we have, it appears that in the new film, one of the major plot points is going to be the conflict between Ray and Luke, and that's necessary, it's precipitated by what happened in the previous film. And I guess my concern that I have with that is that how much of that is really driven by Luke's character and what we got to know Ooh. in the first trilogy as opposed to something that we just needed to do in order to introduce new characters. So J.J. Abrams needed to kind of get Luke out of the way in order to introduce new characters. It's not necessarily something that's just out of Luke. It's not necessarily necessary to Luke's character that he would be on this island. Maybe it's just a storytelling thing. And so that, that kind of lends me to question the whole direction of the story and where it's going. Is it just to introduce new characters or, or are we going to be true to what we saw in the original movies? Now let me ask you this, Pat. Is, is that mutually exclusive? So, you know, J.J. Abrams said, he's, he's quoted saying, every time he put Luke into a, into a scene in The Force Awakens, he took over the film, which is why he just kind of kept pushing him back, back, back until he was basically no lines. Until um, he was on an island somewhere. Right. But just because he did that, and his maybe one of his primary reasons was because it, he it took away from these new characters, doesn't mean that it's also not a story point. Um, clearly, Luke has had some trauma, so and it, it, within his when if, in his character, it might be plausible for him to be, um, you know, out in uh, seclusion. Yeah, all that's not to say that they that they couldn't do this well. Um, it just, you, you want to make sure that they do. You, you don't want them just to kind of force this. I mean, the, the image that I'm getting of The Last Jedi is Luke is going to kind of be this mean old grandpa character that uh, Ray just has to deal with, which kind of makes sense is what you need for a new story because otherwise you're just going to have Luke come in and where's the story going to be? But is that character going to be consistent with the Luke Skywalker that we knew in the past? It, it sounds like, it may not be, and the question is, are they going to do that well? Well, I think that raises a good question, uh, and and I think to to further Matt's point, to push back towards you, Sean, sure. because I think that the, I think what your your point is good. We've only seen uh, the Force Awakens, so we don't really know where they're going to go with it or no what they're going to do. Uh, it's a completely different director to do something completely different. Right. But I would say that there are plenty of things that they had to do out of necessity uh, for logistics uh, with the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, they had to do things logistically to tell a different story because they were setting it up for the OT, right? And they're and they're writing a movie that's taking place before. There's logistically things that they have to do. I mean, the climax of the third film was already known. Oh yeah, we knew it, right? Right. And 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 there was it, it's kind of it was kind of hard to trick us on anything because you know we knew things, right? You know that that were going to have to happen. But I, I think it, it to further Matt's point as well, and an, another check mark in 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 that book is. You know, Disney, the parent company of Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, Ooh. they they love to 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 drop those people. They love to uh, simply put people into films so that they can prepare right. them for the next film. They can prepare 
uh, and set up the next movies. I mean, there was there was characters in Avengers in Civil War that we hadn't even seen until that moment, and now they have their own movie, and they're setting yeah. them up. The only reason that they were in those movies that came before them is so they could set up the next one. Now, I'll counteract uh, with you at this point. Oh. When you think of an executive uh, who has to deal with the Star Wars films, who do you think of? I think of George Lucas. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> a current current executive. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. And who does she work for? She works for, uh, what's his name? Luke. I mean, Disney, but yeah. but No, she works for Lucasfilms. Well, yeah, she works for Lucasfilms. So Film. she's the one who it seems like the directors have all of their contact with and decide whether or not they have yeah. creative push or pull. Um, so while they are owned by Disney, they are not ruled by Disney. And I think Disney knows that they they like the money that comes in, and they're going to keep uh, the creative power uh, with with the creators. Right, but I, I think I think you're right. I think that that I I really appreciate, especially seeing Gareth and JJ yeah. and and Ryan headed into this, that they have been very vocal that they have gotten a lot of creative control. Right. But Disney is still going to be about that bottom dollar and the shareholders. I think if anybody had a little bit less creative control, it was probably JJ because right. they had to get The Force Awakens right. Right. And the safest way to get that right was to model the original film and make it nothing like the prequel trilogy because that was what because they had to do. It. But now that the film has been rebooted and the, the series has been rebooted, everybody's on board with the new Star Wars. Uh, Ryan Johnson, you hire, it was this weirdo director, love the guy, makes weird films. Yeah, and he's going he's gonna to have some weird stuff in this movie, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, and they're gonna, it's, it's going to be a Star Wars movie like nothing we've ever seen, and I'm also excited about that. Um, so to bring it back to, to Matt's point, I think that there's justified... Uh, you're justified in being worried about the direction of Star Wars based off The Force Awakens, but I think the, the logistics that we have to be concerned about were that uh, they had to get the film right, and they had to get it rebooted. And now that they have, now they have the the freedom to do a lot of things that, that they didn't have to do. Well, I think that the tie-in to the new movie is is that the central conflict all is is based around this Luke being on Arch Two and Ray coming and finding him, and that was all set up in the previous movie. But it doesn't appear to me that that has to be character driven. So they've got. I think the key to this movie is going to be giving Luke. A really, really, really good reason to be out on that planet all alone, yeah. and if they can do that well, believably in a way that fits with you know who we know Luke to be, right. then I think they can make a great film. If they can't, the, there might be some some backlash. I mean, I think one thing we need to realize is that where Luke is was also supposedly the the first location of the Jedi of the first Jedi Temple, right. And so you would assume that he's there studying, meditating, training, learning. Watching. Growing. Staring. Um, yeah. All the ings. Um, <laughs> just as much as he can. I think he realizes, A, how, how strong of a force that Snoke is. Um, maybe not as a force user, but as a, as a persuader to get Kylo Ren to come over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I would like to see, but... What I'm hoping we're seeing is how much of a how much of a BA that Snoke is in the Force, and that Luke realized that he was no match for Snoke, or that he couldn't fully defeat Snoke, and that's why he's there. So he's training and trying to build up his strength for that. Yeah, Brendan, it's interesting that you bring that up. As I listen to you, um, I kind of think about. I mean, in in the Return of the Jedi, Luke's defining moment is his refusal to fight. So maybe him being off on this planet 
is within his. I mean, what is the Jedi who won't fight? What what's what use is he going to be to the resistance? I mean, and going back to what you said, Matt, Luke is known to run away from a fight. I mean, we see in the second movie he runs off into the to the swamps, but I mean that goes back to being Luke being a little. Oh uh, uh, right, gonna well, need not gonna go that yeah, far, but uh, go for it, Sean. He's looked like you had something you wanted to say. Uh, I mean, I think it's clear that Luke is. You got to think of it. He's he's human. You know, he's he has these. He's had multiple emotional traumas, and it's pushed him to the point. To like the what? Point. Uh, maybe uh, training your nephew to to take over your legacy and him killing everything you've ever worked for and and realizing that you brought this evil into the world and not realizing the evil was right in front of your face the entire time. Ooh, but being electrocuted. That might be one. That might be one. Um, so I think that that's a part of it is that he he thinks that he can't. He tried his best to do the good in the world that he was meant to do, and he failed and brought more evil to the world than when it, the way it was than when he started. Um, so he's. I think he's naturally going to go into a place where... Do you think he's given up? I don't think he's necessarily... Well, I think he's, he's given up until Ray convinced him that he's not. I think that's why, uh, why she's there. Uh, I mean, and from the trailer, it looks like they're going to spend... I, I would, my, this is my guess would be about two-thirds of the film on, on Notch 2. Um, there's all of, of the scenes we see with the two of them are on that planet, and there are some very different scenes. You have Ray training. You have them talking. Piggybacking. Luke piggybacking, perhaps. Oh, I hope so. You have, you have Luke uh, with the with the the book. You have Ray sprinting along the the, the coast with her. Yeah, but that could be one out. training montage. This means it's gonna be. And you're not gonna have a training montage. It's not gonna be like Rocky Ray I don't running think so. up the stairs <laughs> and Octave. Specifically, Rocky Four. Yeah. <laughs> the movie that ended the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dropping him. Oh man, Richie, ladies and gentlemen. Um. But Matt, are you still concerned? Well, I, I mean, concerned maybe. That's definitely how I started. I mean, I'm super excited for this movie. I mean, as I said in the super. last podcast, it's gonna be very cool. It's Star Wars. Very I want to cool. see. I want to see sprawling space battles. I want to see Vistas. epic personal struggles. I want to see cool Vistas. planets. And if you give me that, I'm probably gonna be happy. Here's here's something I'll, I'll that we haven't mentioned yet either. So Matt, you're the everyman. <laughs> Rogue One. I mean, they they did a great story without having to set it up with hell of a film. You know, they 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 didn't have to set it up with a bunch of characters. I mean, granted, the one argument against the movie is that they probably spent a little too long at the 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 first act of the movie is basically them jumping to planet to planet to planet to planet, showing each person. That that was one of the major pushbacks that I heard with that. But very much like an Avengers film. Very much like an Avengers film. Yeah, but they (laughs) they didn't. uh, You know, they didn't have an entire movie to set them up. They had a one line out of you know a crawl. Uh, that 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 set that whole entire movie up. So they've done it before. They can do it again. I believe in them. Kathleen Kennedy, as mentioned before, I believe in her. I believe in Ryan. Um, Why? Well, and that is a good point. They mean. haven't given me a reason not to. Okay. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I don't know if you had some solid. Like, no, no, no. I mean, the debater. I mean, I'm just I saying, mean, like, Looper we're too, wasn't yeah. a great movie. I liked it. I Looper. Like Looper. I mean, I, I, I love Looper. I, 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 I give it. A, I give it a solid like B plus A minus. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I didn't think I don't. I wouldn't say great movie. I would agree with that. No, it's but a, I would still say it's a good different movie. movie, though. It's yeah. It, it, yeah it, you guys it, want to talk about different movie? Let's talk about Brick. Brick is a solid. It, film. It is a solid film. It's also a it solid building material. Also solidly <laughs> weird. Uh, it it is like very the, just the way the lines are delivered. 
the way it's directed is very different. Right. It yeah, is, but I, it is very, I'm very different. To, I'm not trying to be contrary just to be contrary. No, no, no. Like, I think that's a good question. the Jedi are worthless. But I'm saying... <laughs> Every episode. I'm just saying... <laughs> Gotta like, get it in. Throwing it everybody's in. like, wow, I, just, I trust Ryan. Like, he's going to yeah. do a great job. But like... I understand he's made some good movies in the past, but right. what makes us think that he's going to do a great job? Like, well, is that because I think there's Kathleen's two. instruction yeah. or because of the source material That's that point he's one. Got? I would say point one is, is Kathleen Kennedy's instruction. I would say point two is... Uh, source material. Source material, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I have a third point. I would say my third point, <laughs> too, right. is just the way he has handled... Uh, the way he has approached it with a level of humility mm-hmm. and Absolutely. consciousness of thinking... How is this not going to just affect uh, the fans as a whole? You know, my mom, Star Wars fan, but also me as a Star Wars fan. When he was out at Celebration shaking everybody's hand, you know, up to 3 a.m., if he's, if he's handling his, his very valuable, expensive time to be that detailed with the fan base, how much more is he doing it with the movie? I guess is my point. Go ahead, Richie. Yeah, I was just going to go ahead and chime in. I've been kind of quiet this episode. Keep it down over um, there, please. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just Well, I'm enjoying uh, just hearing your guys' perspectives, um, but this is actually, um, listening to you debate about Ryan kind of plays in a little bit to a prediction that I have about Last Jedi. Oh. It's not a plot prediction. It's just, I think that the Star just because of the nature of how big this film is and how so many people want so many different things from The Last Jedi and from Ryan Johnson. Uh, I've said almost from the beginning that I think that the Star Wars fan base is going to be split over this film. And I think there's going to be a mm. chunk of people who do not know how they feel about The Last Jedi. Um, and maybe... Which really is the mark of great art. It, you know, yeah. You could look at it that way. Art. Um, but I, I really think that, uh, you know, there's... Where Brennan is coming from right now, where he's kind of doubtful of Ryan Johnson. Uh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I never said I was doubtful. Oh, I'm you, saying. You, you trying to jump on the train now? No. He's I'm just, saying, he's just, he's just I'm questioning why he's everybody's like, oh, he's the best in the world. I love Ryan. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that's any of our it, points or They say it just like that, too. Um, but, but yeah. Um, I would say fine if there's uncertainty there. You're you're waiting for Ryan to prove himself. Yeah, I'm saying I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't I think, think that's, that's a fair. bad expectation. Yeah, Brennan, I, Brennan's before I, faith before is based I on place sight. My my face in between his butt cheeks. I want to see what he makes. Oh, God, <laughs> man, Brennan. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Um, so Ike's kid just, can't. You, got, you guys' kids can't watch this until they're you know yeah, two well, decades away. I would say away. Like we're a good solid PG-13. Just the, to tie up my point there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, young Richard. <laughs> Richard, son of Richard. Go yeah, ahead. I think people are going to be split over this camp. movie. I think it's going to be um, polarized. Uh, the perspectives on the movie and on Ryan Johnson, because um, hmm. I, I just because of just the things they're saying. He's he makes weird films. He makes strange decisions about those those films, and I think that um, we're we're going to see some risky moves made in Last Jedi that are maybe going to leave some fans with a bad taste in their mouth, and I'm fine with that. But has oh, unless you're on the wrong side, mm, has sure. there has there ever been a movie, like, or at least a Star Wars movie, where everybody's like, yeah, we all agree, that's fantastic. A New Hope. No, for real though, like I'm, that's a genuine question. I'm getting a genuine answer. I would say a new, a new Hope and or Empire a New Hope Strikes was, Back is was probably like a just global phenomenon. Yeah, it was just such a different movie, and it was done so well that it it, it was it, I think it was 99 percent received well. I. Hardly hear anyone ever say anything bad about Empire Strikes Back either. Right. Um, most people, at least from the film side of things, 
if they could pick one film out of the entire saga that's like perfect they, they normally usually say, say empire, empire strikes, strikes back yeah. yeah yeah i mean i don't think any of them got a hundred on rotten tomatoes before you go googling over there well, I'm, I'm googling oh. though, you know, I'm googling. rotten tomatoes yeah i mean i'm sure there's the somebody out there and discussion of all topics uh, i that is a good question though i i want which one is the highest rated on rotten tomatoes that's a, f- a fair question a fair question that i, I think it is i think four percent freshness score for I, empire strikes I, back. I, th- I think it is empire strikes back has the higher score if i'm not mistaken i'm looking type in that new hope I love that you jump on Rotten Tomatoes and the top is Star Wars Saga ad. Go now ahead. what you got? Matt's got a question. Yeah, let's go for it. Well, so let's kind of tie in what Richie said and go back to what Sean said about what – what did you say, Sean? New Hope's got 93%, guys. Just 93%. Solid. solid. Sean, you had said that you, you thought from the materials that we've seen that about two-thirds of the new movie will, will happen on, on the island. Of, of Ray and Luke's uh, scenes, yes. Now, how much how much of the movie itself do you think that's going to take up? Like, how how central to the plot? Um, I think the the central conflict of the film is going to be dominated by uh, from the New Republic and the First Order, uh, with you know the the starting of the movie with uh, the the New Republic or the Resistance fleeing their base on Dakar, and that's going to be a major conflict. And then them going to I'm guessing to uh, half of them going to Crate and half of them going to Canto Bight. Uh, and dealing with the first order in their own respects, there that's gonna be a large portion of of the the conflict. Whereas Ray and Luke will be much more of the uh, the learning aspect of the film. Okay, so yeah, I'm kind of envisioning Ray and Luke being a conflict at least. For a well, I mean, yeah, there will be a, re- a relational conflict at the start of the film. Yes. Yeah. So now, how long do you think that's gonna last? Uh, f- uh the first third. I don't know, maybe less. I think I think it's. It always reminds me, and I'm sure nobody's going to get this reference. Oh, well, maybe somebody. Uh, but the Assassin's Creed 3 game, uh, your your character goes to learn from the Grandmaster Assassin who has since retired, and it's very much the same type of thing. And he shows up at his front door to ask to be trained, and, and he tells him no. So he goes and sleeps in his shed, and he asks the next day, and he, and he asks for training, and he tells him no to leave. And he goes and sleeps in his shed again, uh, and then fights off people who try to, try to rob the old man later on. And then he finally says, okay... And, and trains him. And I think it's going to be really similar to that. You well, think Ray's going to have to fight with people stealing Luke's shed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luke's tool shed is going to get the ransacked. Porks. She's going to have to defend it from the porks. No, she's going to have to defend it from uh, the sea monster. The sea monster. Sloth oh. sea well, we monster can see, with I mean, Anakin's soul inside. I think for all the, the, <laughs> the toys that we've seen and all the different material that we've seen from or for the upcoming film Last Jedi, I haven't oh, seen that, any... Is that what's coming out? Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> we've, see, we've only seen Octu or Achto, however you want to pronounce it. We haven't seen much of that, but we've seen a lot of Snoke's throne room, a lot of a lot of a lot of dark side stuff. We got a whole trailer of that, though. That's true. I'm just saying, I'm I'm kind of on Rich's side. I, I wish we could see more. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to make a whole lot of toys with just a, an island. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot going on, and and I'd argue it's a lot like of a the pet rock. a lot of <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah, of that's the, what the porgs are for, right? Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of the excitement is the porgs, which is from Notch Two. Yeah, I guess I'm hoping the toys are kind of a. Like an example yeah, of what, how yeah. the movie's going to be. I know, Brendan. Really you want to see Luke die and you want to see the Jedi <laughs> stamped out. I get it. No, I never I said think it's that. really hard no, to draw any, right. any conclusions from, from the toys, really. Because yeah. they're they're going to. I mean, it's like, what's that? Freemaker series is the, yeah, the Lego Freemaker. Free, which is, it's great. But oh, my, it, my little cousin David loves it. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great show. It's a lot of fun if you guys have ever watched it. I mean, you're welcome to. Just know it's a, it's a, it's more of a kid's show than, than Rebels or Clone Wars. But they, they I think it's the same goes for the toys, which is. 
you know, it's all canon unless it's not. You know, right. you know, Hot Wheels cars flying out of the the Millennium Falcon isn't going to be canon. Yeah, the, the yeah, toy the toy with Snoke's throne right, room is but, the inside of BB-8. So right, right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So like you know, the porg standing on the corner over there in the in the background of the Hot Wheels, you know, picture, sure. you, you know, is is canon. But you know, there's not going to be Hot Wheels cars flying out of the the bottom right. of the Millennium Falcon. I don't Falcon know. I think Chewie could turn into a race car. Right there, you go. <laughs> exactly. So you heard it here first. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> I think we got to just take that some of that stuff with a grain of salt. Sure. Yeah, and so to tie this Luke Ray conflict into what Richie was saying about, you know, maybe some people being disappointed and some people liking it. I mean, Ryan Johnson essentially has an opportunity here to to redefine Luke's character. I mean. What we, how he handles that Ray Luke conflict, is going to affect how we see the past media. You know, if you go and you watch this movie, and then you go back and you watch the old ones, knowing what Luke will become is going to affect how you see yeah. the original films. And so that's Same a thing big. With Anakin. That's a big responsibility. I mean, that's a big. A big risk to take. I mean, but if you're going to make new movies with the same characters, you're going to have to take that risk. I just want to say I don't like I don't think I'm making a a bold like genius prediction here. I think it just I mean it's logical. You either are going to get a film where Luke is the same character that we've always known and the people that want to see something new are going to be disappointed or you're going to see a film where the character of Luke is changed radically and the people who want him to stay the same are going to be completely disappointed. So it's not like I'm it's not a bold prediction that I'm making when I say that I think half of the people are going to walk away. Which one do you want to see? Disappointed. Richie? Uh me personally, <laughs> me personally. I go around and each person say what they want. I I think I would like to see some some change. Um because we have the original trilogy, I can always go back and watch that. I'll always love that Luke Skywalker, but this is a this is a Luke Sky, Skywalker who's 30 years older and broken. To use Brennan's words, he's seen some... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think I've ever s- said that, but it's all right. And I want to see that. I want to see... <laughs> the, last, um, the last word. I want to see uh, a broken Luke, and I want to find out some things about him that, that we've never known or never seen before. So I, I lean towards wanting some changes. How about you, Matt? Uh, I think I agree with Richie. I'm, uh, it would be a pretty boring story, I think, if we saw the same old... Luke Skywalker, I mean, as Richie said, it's 30 years later. We're, we're looking at an older man now instead of a young man. I mean, you totally expect someone to change. And in order for it to be an interesting story, you have to see that. I guess what I'm a little bit worried about is I have this picture in my head of the trope of the grumpy master, which, you know, how many movies has that been in? And I, I just don't want a retelling of that with bogus motives. I want there to be a good reason for Luke to be, for there to be that conflict between Luke and Ray. I don't want it to seem forced. I, I don't want to go back to the chosen one MacGuffin again for, oh, Luke's, Luke's upset because he misinterpreted the chosen one prophecy. To me, that would be a disappointing motivation. I, I hope there's a real reason that ties into Luke's character that he is in the situation that he's in. Shauna McDonald? Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm not even worried about it. There's going to be, it's going to be a different movie. It's going to be changed. It's going to be a new story. Um, my my question that, I, my only thing that I've kind of thought about just now was, um, it, it, it does very much mirror kind of, you know, Luke with, with Yoda, uh, right now with Luke. My question is, will they make it different in the sense where Yoda stayed on the planet, Luke will leave? 
and go with her? And is that enough of a change where you have, I mean, it, it's pretty much confirmed you're going to have the grumpy master. You're going to have the guy who doesn't want to train her and has to be convinced to. Um, so the question is, will will he leave with her and go to deal with the conflict or will he stay behind on this planet? Good question. All right. You know, I have been thinking as you go and going around that this is eventually going to get to me and I'm going to have to come up with a good answer. <laughs> um, and, I, and I feel like I have an okay one. And it's uh, actually, I think, the opposite of Matt. Just kidding. Maybe not quite the opposite. I, I, you know, I think for me, I, I don't want Luke to change. I want Luke to be the same. And I think there's a good possibility that he'll be the same. Same in, in what aspect? In, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, the, in the aspect of who Luke is in his character, and I don't mean like cinematically his character, I mean his character as a person or, um, you know, his moral convictions, um, which are his family and his friends, Um, I just think that that's going to play out in a vastly different way. So, for instance, what I mean by that is I think that there's a good chance we could find out that the reason that Luke didn't show back up uh, to save everyone is because he was so convicted about his family and friends that maybe he didn't want to get reinvolved because he knew he could mess it up more. So it, it, it's uh, it's the same convictions that Luke has always had being played out in different manners. Absolutely, you are describing what I what I want. I want his original. <laughs> well, motives. then why are you disagreeing with me, Matt? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I, I think that answers my question. Sa- the same the same motives playing out different ways. I guess exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think I think that's what we're gonna see is, is that we're gonna have. Ups, like depressed Luke at the start, and Ray's gonna like, help Luke find himself again. So less of a telling of of the apprentice finding themselves, but more of the master finding themselves. Um, and you're gonna see Luke come back to who he should be, and 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 charge to to lay aside. Do you guys care about how I feel or no? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Brendan, go I mean, ahead. we can wrap up. I don't care. I mean, we, I, don't I was waiting for you. I stopped. No, you're good. I mean, you know, everybody knows how I feel about everything. All right, then why, we do, why do we why do we matter? <laughs> no. Yes, how do you the, feel the very about obvious blackberry pie? Um, I just think I agree with like I want him to have the same motives, but at the same time, I want him to show some some courage, I guess, because I don't think it's courage that he's running away. I think it's stupidity that he's running away. The things like, oh, I'm going to help my family by running or help my friends and my family by running away instead of making the the, the situation worse. I don't think it's stupidity. I think it's depression. But. Well, that just <laughs> I was going to say. I guess, well, well you, you, I get what you're getting at. Keep going. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> obviously he's the strongest force user right now that they know of. I mean, since we don't know that Snoke is a force user or not, and Kylo is his apprentice, I'm assuming Luke has taught him everything he knew, but not everything Luke knew. So I'm assuming Luke's the strongest force user, and I'm assuming since he's on Octo or Achto however you want to pronounce it, that he's at that temple. We've seen in the past Force ghosts like Qui-Gon visiting Yoda. So I'm assuming he's being visited by his father. He's being being visited by Yoda or Obi-Wan and getting some training through them. So I'd like to see him make that decision say, okay, realizing that I'm the only one that, not I'm the only one, but I can definitely be a help to my friends and my family and leave the island instead of just saying like, no, nah, you got it, Ray. Like I've taught you everything you can, I can right now. Well, I, Brendan, I think you raise a good point in going back to what Ike said. The motivation has to be a good motivation. I don't think being sad or feeling like he's just going to mess stuff up, I, I would be disappointed with those motivations. It's got to be something better than that. It's got to be something that comes out of who his character is, but that makes sense. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I think, and I think anything else would break the universe a bit. To be honest with you, right? Because it, or it, it wouldn't break the universe, but it would definitely break the OT if it wasn't something similar. So, I, I, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. I, I sorry, I got really distracted. I was on my computer over here, and there is a spoon that looks like a lightsaber. And well, it's made by Kellogg's, and I need it. We're about to run to Target and grab that spoon. But uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us once again in this edition of the Cannon Factory, an elegant podcast for a more civilized age, your source for everything Star Wars. And once again, just a reminder that 100 Days of Star Wars is right around the corner. Get, go follow us on Twitter at the Cannon Factory. See that Google Calendar. Follow along and see as we journey through uh, all of the visual canon. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys.